It's Gucci Gang, not Gucci Mane. <laughs> I, I, I don't, do you, I don't do you think, think I'd that, care. Do you think that song is Gucci Gang by Gucci Mane, Dale? It's not. Yeah, he, oh, I thought it was like talking about his gang. It's Gucci Gang of, by of Little Gucci's. Pump, Dale. Oh, okay. I really don't. I don't know, Chris. I don't know that song. I only, um, my, um, my main, uh, what's the word? Exposure to that song is a Doki Doki Literature Club crossover with it and it's really good it's like startlingly good so yeah that's what i've been doing welcome to episode 18 of somewhat coherent chris's hates these openings no i don't why do you hate these you don't hate these openings i I, think they're better i want to have a legitimate intro in some way shape or form i'm fine i'm fine with a legitimate intro it's just ask yourself this dale did jesus christ have a legitimate intro when he came down Um, to this earth did he say hi everybody this is jesus christ turning in your lord and savior welcome no he just showed up and started talking didn't he dale do you know what man (laughs) that's absolutely fair i I have nothing i got nothing to say welcome to somewhat coherent where we where we uh isolate larp jesus no not not isolate what's the word i'm looking for dale isolate ourselves from religious listeners exactly that's where i was going for <laughs> right right straight off the bat yeah man it's easy it's easy um i know you don't want to talk about this dale but you know what yeah, religion i was most recently reading up on dale Ooh, what tell me mormonism Ooh, why actually um because i started reading up on the book of mormon not the actual book of mormon the, the, the play uh, the play yeah the, okay. the, the broadway play yeah and i uh then i started reading up on actual mormonism yeah the actual book of mormondale it's so wacky it's uh it's wackier than the play <laughs> it is it really is <laughs> it's a wacky book chris it's a wacky book yeah i know a lot about mormonism because you know, uh, you know bring him yeah. young dale yeah dude i'll uh, bring him young bring him young yeah, man. No, I call him Bring Them Young. Yeah, dude. That's, that's what I call him. That's because that's Dale. that's that's what he does. He does. It's a he's a horrifying and probably and a really bad person. And every time you look at a photo of him, you go, "Yep, yep." Yeah, Chris. Why do you think that religion has seemed more legitimate than Scientology? Why is Mormonism? Yeah, because it's older. Not by much. Like, not in, like, the grand scheme of things. Uh, a couple hundred years, that's good enough. Dale. I guess so. So, are you saying in, like, 2300s, 20, we're, we're, oh, yeah. we're going to have a Scientology yeah. candidate, if it Scientologist oh, yeah. candidate for presidency? Oh, yeah. Kind of like how we did. Oh, in, yeah. Uh, if it, if it, oh, not, not Scientologist as in, like, it's, he's running on the platform of Scientology, but it'd be, like... But his father was a Scientologist. Well, think think of it this way, Dale. Think of it this way: Ted Cruz yeah. is, a, is an evangelical. That's fair. That's fair. But but I mean, he's not I, an even like he doesn't run as the like evangelical candidate. He's just an even. He's an evangelical candidate. I guess so. But you like, give it a couple even... hundred years, we will have mm-hmm. an well, not an a Scientologist candidate. I? If it, if it doesn't get stamped out. I would love to live in that world, Chris. I'm not sure why. I'm a big fan of L. Ron Hubbard. Okay. Not a fan of Scientology. 
I'm not even a fan of his literature exactly. <laughs> I've never actually I've never actually read a book or story by L. Ron Hubbard. But I am a fan of his history. That's what I get to uh we're we're doing a informative speech soon. What um, I Yeah. What I'm really gathering from your your little your uh your your fascination with L. Ron Hubbard there, Dale, is you listened to the the last podcast on the left series. Oh yes, about oh, L. Ron Hubbard yes. and went, you know, I agree yeah, with it's those like, guys. He, he's a he's a truly inspiring man. Chris, he did is. you know he almost started war with Mexico? <laughs> I, I I do, Dale. Did you also know that he hung out with one of the main fathers of rocketeering, who was a Satanist? I do, I do know that. And he tried to summon the Antichrist and with Alistair. And then he stole his girl? Well, that's Alistair Crowley. So he tried to summon the Antichrist with Al- Alistair Crowley. He just hung out with, um, oh, I don't remember his name anymore, but um, it was the dude. It was like one of the major rocketeers, fr- ro- I, rocket scientists. I think I'm thinking of the actor from The Big Bang Theory, but I want to say Jim Parsons. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe. Jim Parsons is the actor from is the Big Bang Theory. Is in fact the actor <laughs> from the Big Bang Theory. So that's that's incorrect. Yeah, that's okay. incorrect. I don't think he was kicking around in the fifties and sixties. I don't think he was pioneering either. rocketry and also worshiping <laughs> Satan. <laughs> no, it's Jack. It's Jack Parsons. I was, Jack Parsons. I was close. You were really close. You were super close. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for those who don't know, um, Jack Parsons was an American rocket engineer and rocket pulse and researcher, a chemist, a thelemite occultist. He, he originated the thelemite occult, which isn't really a thing anymore. And he created the Jet Propulsions Laboratory or JPL, which is like the main reason we got on the moon. Dude's nuts. Every picture I look at this guy, Dale... I can't help but have one singular thought of this guy's going to blow himself up, whether it be through he... magic or through rocketry, <laughs> but he's going to blow himself up. And lo and behold, Dale, guess how he died? Yeah. He blew himself yeah. up. He blew himself <laughs> up. Yeah, man. Um, he he is a very um, eccentric looking person, <laughs> to say the least. He is. His hair is quite quite odd. His eyebrows and too, man. His eyebrows are very I, evil looking. I kind of wish I had his eyebrows though, to be honest. <laughs> do you do you, do you think that that's what he wanted from Satan? Is those wicked eyebrows? <laughs> is, is that what he asked from? That's what he asked for. <laughs> really? Is that all you want? Well, I've already got rocketry skill, and I'm you know everything else. I'm pretty satisfied with, but these. Fucking eyebrows. Yep. Oh, Chris, he's a Marxist, so you'd get along with him. I, I might, but I mean, you know. Oh, Dale. oh, I'm sorry, I'm mistaken. Parsons' girlfriend was the one that Elrond Stubborn stole. Yeah, I told. I you. got mixed up. I thought it was Alistair Crowley. I think Alistair Crowley just hung out with him too. Yeah. Oh no. I, yeah. No. Alistair Crowley <laughs> yeah. was like 70 years old. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 right. You're super right, actually. Yeah. Time, Elron Hubbard. uh, Oh wait, oh no, Chris. He's also, 
He's yeah. also a libertarian. Jim that means I have to like him. Dale, why why do you feel the need to to mention their political beliefs thing? I, I don't know. It just says that he had a brief involvement in Marxism in his Wikipedia page, <sighs> so I figured that would be a really good joke. But then, like at the end, it, he turns into a libertarian. I I, I want to break this down real quick, though, Dale, because yes. you say joke, Dale, but all, all this amounts to is like little little flag waving of like yes. Woo, woo. You know, yeah, like, that's that's a great summarization of yeah. what I'm doing. It's, it's all right, all right, all right, all right. It's all like all right, Dale. Bye. It's like that that comic I'm certain you've seen on the internet of like the the one guy in all blue holding a banner that says Team A, and then he sees another dude in all red that holding says, a banner yeah. that says Team B, and he just says Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I know, I know. I've seen it too. It's a good comic. I'll have to link it in the show notes. There we go. I'll I'll find it for you, buddy. Oh, thanks. I think I'll be able to find it. It's it's pretty it's a, it's pretty well known. It's been memefied many a time. Can we get to a fucking segment, Dale? Or am I gonna keep mm. holding this up? No, no. All right, Chris. What do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about the movie we watched? Do you want to talk about the Netflix series we watched? Or do you want to talk about your new favorite album? Um, I I want to talk about my new favorite album Dale because I'm very curious I've been waiting for so long to find out what you think of it okay Chris I want to be completely honest with you you think it's garbage there's a there's a 12 minute song in the middle of that album and it made me immediately stop listening to the album because that song was honest to god a horrible song leaving LA is okay Leaving no no leaving L.A. is the same three chords for twelve minutes with absolutely no variation whatsoever. That's what leaving L.A. is. Le- First of all, we should talk about <laughs> we we shouldn't leave the listeners in <laughs> in the dust. We are talking about Standout's premiere album. I actually don't know if they have anything else. What are you but, uh, talking about? Standouts. My bad. Isn't that what it says? Oh, sorry. My bad. What, what did it say? <laughs> You're misreading Wait, standouts. It, oh, the standouts for the out. Oh, I did read. I you totally okay. misread. Do you want to do that again? Let us compose ourselves. Lime is well, <laughs> pure coffee. Father John Okay. No, whoa. That was, that was gross. All right. Welcome. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our somewhat musical segment where we talk about music that chris forces me to listen to because i never listen to music uh, i like solely listen to podcasts and audiobooks we listen to the album pure comedy by father john misty father john misty is that the album or sorry not the album is that the band name or is that just the guy's name it's the band name i believe band name okay that's fine uh, most people don't care about the band. They only care about the lead singer, with few exceptions. I I don't think it's a case where the lead singer's name is John Misty. <laughs> That's a, that'd be a pretty good name. I think John Misty is a, a, a solid name. Anyways, so this is a 13-track album, and right right at uh at track six. Honestly, when I was kind of jamming, when I was kind of enjoying the album. They slap you, and I have the timestamp here, with a 13-minute, 12-second song that does not change. It is 13 minutes of 
three chords. And the guy goes up with his voice and then down with his voice. Mm-hmm. And then he goes up a little higher on the third on the third line. And it's rinse repeat for the rest of that song, Chris. Um, and I know you could say, you could say, Chris, Dale, or sorry, you could say, Dale. <laughs> you could just skip it. You could skip that song. But I couldn't because I was driving, and that would be very dangerous. Oh my god. To use my phone. If while you're driving. telling me, Dale, that you <laughs> stopped listening after the sixth not even after. During the sixth song and didn't give the rest of the album a listen, I'll be somewhat sad because two of uh, the better songs on this album are That's in the That's probably half. fair, and I probably should have, but I was aggressively angry, and so I kind of just put it off. I, I did. I got through leaving L.A., the sixth track, and I got to a bigger paper bag. And I just could no, I could no longer enjoy it, Chris. <laughs> Honest to God, I really couldn't. Um, this won't happen normally. Whenever we bring up songs, like I listened to all of Sire by Jaden Smith, even though I, I hated I <laughs> every minute of it. I did, I did. I'm like, you know what? No, I should give this a fair shot. But that's because the album's length wasn't an hour and 14 minutes <laughs> like this album. This is a long, long album. Most of the songs are over four minutes. Wow. Actually, yeah, pretty much every single song except for one or two, three. Three songs are not over four minutes. Most of them are five to ten minutes long, Chris. Yeah. I, I length don't think... is not a Length is well, not usually a... A complaint. A factor. Yeah. Well, it, music the, the it, it wouldn't be. Well, I mean, maybe I'm wouldn't wrong. Be, maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe I'm just totally off. Maybe. Maybe you're just leaning too much towards the uh, the short, precise mumble mumble uh, rap crowd, right, Dale? Good you man. 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 No. No. Yes, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Under and understandable, like it's understandable you would dislike leaving LA. I'm just mm. honestly shocked that you would like rage quit this album. I did. This I album rage, I rage quitted. I rage quitted the album. God. It it didn't feel like there was any variation of what was happening, and leaving LA only amplified that. And I know I'm. I'm I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong, but you, like I mean, you're not wrong. You're free, free to hold your opinion, obviously. Yeah, like, I still think it's good. I do think it's good. I think everybody should skip track six. <laughs> There's no reason, honestly. The song didn't even end. <laughs> it didn't. The time stopped. Okay, Spotify registered that the song no longer had audio to give me and moved to the next track. But the song doesn't end, Chris. There's no payoff. And I'm sorry, if you're going to make me sit there and listen to you drone about a car ride for 13 minutes, end the song. (laughs) Have you you not? Okay, I don't think you got that song for one, Dale, but... I mean, I, and dude, I number like one. I said, that honest I will, to God, Chris, I will, seven I will minutes slap into the song. It down. You've had yeah. your rant, Dale. Let me have All mine. Right. All right, um, go, go. I will slap it down onto the table that maybe you didn't get that song is a pretty pretentious thing to say, 
but the point of that song is the slow tedium of moving out of a city. Sure. And it kind of like portrays that in the song itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, whatever. Fair. It's fair, fair to dislike it. No. But I'm just, uh, yeah. I'm honestly shocked that you rage quit this album. I did. Of all I did. Albums. It was. It was weird. It was honestly really weird how angry I got. But I was like, I'm done. I, I have noticed that I have been increasingly picky with my music, and I'm trying not to be, but I think a 13-minute song that is precisely designed to be tedious is not a good re-entry into the music world. It's the exact opposite I think I'm having uh, that I'm finding. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to explore more and more when it comes to when it comes to music. It does help that I've yeah. subscribed to like four different music YouTube channels that... Uh, That'll give me various lenses into the music industry. Yeah, you know, and maybe that's totally fair. Maybe I should. Maybe, Chris, I need to start listening to more music podcasts. I listen to Sonic Song Exploder, but well, Song like, other Exploder than that, isn't a definitely isn't a good way. Well, I mean, it's no. not a bad way to find new music. Uh huh. But but like, it's definitely not the best. I don't know. Yeah, I've I've. I think you need to aggregate more if you're like looking to explore music. That's not on the radio. That's another thing, right? It's like I tried to listen to the radio oh, today because, like, oh, Chris, Chris, my headphones broke in, in <laughs> right? So you you called me, um, and then after our call, about thirty minutes into my drive out of a like a like a, I had an extra like hour or so to go, hour plus actually, my headphones finally gave out on me after two and a half years, which I gotta say, pretty pretty good. Like they were expensive, but honestly, I'd I'd say two and a half years is a really good length of time for those headphones, especially because I abused the hell out of them. Okay, uh, basically, gonna, what was happening? I was gonna yeah. say, if there's not a stipulation to this, also I should say, to, not not headphones, not headphones, earbuds, earbuds, earbuds. okay, earbuds, earbuds my bad, earbuds, right? Usually, story. yeah, earbuds, whole different story. Two and a half years, two and a half years <laughs> for earbuds. <laughs> Two and a half years for earbuds is honestly a really good time, and that's like the longest any set has ever lasted. So, I'm I'm not angry, but I did have to like go and buy new headphones, which is new earbuds, which is never fun. Hmm. So, um, that is why Dale, I have taken the opposite approach there as well. I because I I got so sad replacing like my fourth set of like somewhat nice earbuds yeah i was just like fuck this i'm going the opposite route and i now whenever i i'm actually gonna have to order that soon because my uh my last set just uh it's always the left ear always lose audio (laughs) in the left ear always it is always the left ear always um but uh, do you have an inline is the inline mic on the left ear no it's on the right ear no Hmm. okay usually it's the inline mic um but yeah, so I, I'm going to have to order a double pack for like, I think it's like eight bucks on Amazon yeah. for a double pack, yeah. the ones I get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's the only way to go for me now. Like I, abuse, yeah. despite putting them in the case, I still abuse my headphones so much. Yeah, you know, you know what I think it is, Chris? So the, the earbuds that I have are wireless. And I think that helps because they usually only purely exist to drape around my neck. Or charging mm. and they don't really do much else the issue that would cause is that i would fall asleep with them in so they would want like I, i've talked about this before like i talked about them the last podcast 
anyways, um, what I was trying to say was, is like, I tried to listen to the radio and that was a horrible experience. It was a horrible experience. So first of all, I, I was scanning through and Drake was playing and Drake's new song, God's plan is really good. I actually really enjoy that song. In fact, I'm angry about how short that song is. I wish it went on for another minute. I don't think I've listened to it. It's really good. They do a neat thing with a music video where the producers gave them a bunch of money and then they ran around and gave all the money to everybody else. Like there's a family that Drake sneaks up behind and then I, I assume they they know each other somehow in some way. Um, sir, are you listening to Leaving LA as we are podcasting? Huh? Well, I, I was giving Pure oh. Comedy another listen through shortly before the pod, Dale, to refresh. Oh. Is that so it wrong? Just, uh, no, it just updated, and it said that you're currently listening to it. No, I just passed it on. Uh, Interesting. I had just finished it before we started talking, which is oh, which makes weird. it even funnier for the, for me to uh, find S- out Spotify. that you hate it so much. And and it's not that I hate it; it's just that it it betrayed me in my time <laughs> of need. It um, <laughs> it, it you know it it it's it it. It tricked me, Chris. I was kind of jamming to it. Uh, you know, honestly, honest to God, like I said, if it wasn't for leaving L.A. and the just amount of tilt it, it got me on, um, I would give this album like a 7 out of 10. Those first four songs are fucking like Are all, really good. Really all good. solid. Yeah, I, um, I really like the title track, which is the yeah. first track, Pure Comedy. Like, that's a really good song. I wish the rest of the album didn't feel exactly the same. I, if, like I said, if I had a problem with, uh, this album, which I think I, I honestly don't, I think my biggest problem is this, which is like the instrumentation is a bit withdrawn. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Have you listened I, to I, any I, of their other, I think it fits, I guess. I'm not sure. Like, Pure Comedy is a really good track. I really do thoroughly enjoy that track. I like the music. I like the melancholy nature of it. Mm-hmm. I like the lyrics. Yeah. I like the meaning behind the lyrics. I agree with a lot of the meaning behind the lyrics. And then everything afterwards was like pretty mediocre until leaving LA. Pure Comedy and Total Entertainment Forever are both like, I combo those together with a, uh, a, a dollop of when the god of love returns they'll be hell to pay which by the Mm. way i will say i love this album i hate how clunky it is to say any track tie almost any track they are very Um, long and i'm okay with that like that's fine but okay but like lump those songs together and you basically Mm. have my worldview condensed into like a couple songs and I and I think you do you you we've been talking about this ever since you brought it up so you do have a very personal attachment to this song um, record and so that's record this this album um, this CD can we call them CDs <laughs> I well I, Dale I I physically own this record oh you do yeah that's right you do have the actual record got, all right all right all right yeah so like like I said like you this this record is a part of you so that's when I. When, so when I come in and I'm like, I thoroughly did not enjoy this album, I might as well be saying, I thoroughly don't enjoy hanging out with you, Chris. It's, it's not even that, honestly. It's, it's, uh-huh. I don't, I, I figured you would like at least the first four tracks and maybe a couple of the latter, 
ladder mm, six. Didn't even didn't even get the ladder. Yeah, you didn't. I think you would like track I will, eight. Um, for you, Chris, I'll listen to track eight, eight, and then I'll I'll put I'll put this to bed. There we go, buddy. <laughs> I think other people will thoroughly enjoy it, especially if you're into this. It, it's a very hipster album. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It really is. Like it's a very it's a very if you're into this indie very slow very melodic songs and the songs have this deeper meaning or not even deeper meaning they just have meaning to them frankly like i won't exactly call them deep meaning um they're just very, very appropriate for the time i think yeah and and especially for like total millennials. entertainment forever mm-hmm yeah, like I would agree with that. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't call this I mean, I don't know, man. I how, I, I have an issue with calling things deep. How I that's why I've not called this album deep yeah, in any way. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I think people are allowed to call it deep. I just I feel personally uncomfortable calling it deep because I feel like it's very surface. I don't think it's deep. Like I the, think it's just the like, ideas. I think it's yeah. like a, a a a brilliant snapshot of our age in an album. Sure, I think. Sure, that's uh, that could that could that could fit the bill. I think. I uh, to give my brief opinion on it. Um, I some of my favorite tracks were as I've been gushing about it. Total Total Entertainment Forever, of course. Mm-hmm. I also loved the uh, title track, Pure Comedy, and. Yeah. Um, when the God of Love returns, they'll be held to pay. And the most clunkiest track title of all to say, Dale. Things it would have been helpful to know before the revolution. <laughs> that, is a, that is a long... That's why I've kind of been referring in the track numbers, but... True. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, track three, yeah. I'll, I'll listen. I will listen to track eight. And I implore the listeners at home to listen to this. And if the idea of a 13-minute drone <laughs> song um, does not appeal to you, then skip it. I don't think it's going to overall affect uh, your view on this album, on the general narrative that this story spits at you. And if you um, have an attention span longer than 10 minutes, give this album a listen. I'm sorry. I that don't was have really an attention. That was mean. Was I'm just, sorry. Yo. No bully, Chris. No bully. No bully. No I don't bully. want to get banned on Twitter. You don't want to get banned on Twitter. I will report you. <laughs> You're for, right. Uh, for, yeah. All right. Anyways, anyways, anyways. I I don't think it's bad. I definitely don't think it's bad. Just not for me. All right. Now, All right. All right, Chris. which uh, which visual media do you want to jump to next? Let's, let's talk about Stranger Than Fiction first, because I think we're going to have the least to say about it in a way. So first of all, Chris, do you remember why we brought up Stranger Than Fiction? <laughs> man versus audience or something like that? I man forget. versus author. We got in a weird tangent mm. about literary conflicts um, and how the the postmodern, the three main conflicts of internal, external, and existential. Internal is man versus reality. External is man versus technology. And then existential is man versus author. So Stranger Than Fiction takes that literary conflict very literally. <laughs> oh, Did you see that Dale. Sick, did you see that sick wordplay? Oh, you, oh, you I got are you. a shining star, my friend. I I got you. So what it is, it stars Will Ferrell. 
It also He's has another famous Washington. person. The author a is a British famous lady. person. But neither yeah. Dale or I uh, no. know this famous person. Emma, Emma Thompson. No. No, that's not it. First. Oh, hey, Queen Latifah was in this. I remember her. <laughs> yeah, she was in this. It was in this. Where, where is it? Dale, it was in that stint of movies when Queen Latifah went from R&B like singer to to like co-star yeah to like yeah you're right she never really starred in anything she like not really she co-starred or she like was she starred in a direct-to-dvd video mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that one where she goes oh. like skiing do you remember that one Dale? <laughs> yeah 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 uh it is it is emma thompson emma thompson is famous for uh uh, Beauty and the Beast, Love Actually, Sense and Sensibility, Saving Mr. Banks, uh, Nanny McPhee. Those don't sound like very famous movies, Dale. They're they're not. You know what's a famous movie, she's Dale? Well known. Taxi. Yeah. Taxi. <laughs> Taxi. <laughs> Sorry, you know who? Uh, <laughs> oh man, I actually watched that film. You know what the cool edgy thing that they do in that film is? <laughs> what's that? Is they put a turbo in her taxi? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but um, <laughs> why wasn't it called Turbo Taxi then? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think Turbo Taxi might have. I'm I'm not sure. Might have been copyrighted already. Let's not probably. Let's not talk about Turbo Taxi. Our let's talk about Stranger Than Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Queen Latifah. <laughs> Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh god Dale, it's gonna be a direct to Netflix film, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, more like Chris, honestly, that's a pretty legitimate business strategy. It is. Dale, do you want to make a direct to Netflix Netflix special? Yeah. Hell yes. Alright. Starring Queen Latifah in a taxi. It's gonna be about uh, Flat Earthers fun. though, Dale. That's what our <laughs> that's what our Netflix special is gonna be about. Flat Earthers. Where are we going with this, Chris? Okay. Will Ferrell. Like the Stranger Than Fiction. <laughs> Dale, this is a natural part of the show, okay? It's called Pitter Patter, alright? You gotta oh, let it happen. My, oh my god. Alright, okay. So Stranger Than Fiction, mainly starring Will Ferrell. <laughs> mainly. Emma. Mainly, seventy-five percent um, starring Will Ferrell. Yeah, well, oh so wait, this isn't is really Maggie weird. Gyllenhaal the, the yes, romantic yes, she enter? Is. She's a way bigger yes. name than fucking she Emma is. Thompson, Dale. She is. She is. She is. I'm. I'm not gonna argue with that. I. Okay. 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 <laughs> it's weird. So if you go to IMDb and you go to cast, it's cast overview, first build only. We have Will Ferrell. At the very tippy tippy top, and then it's like a bunch of IRS coworkers, <laughs> and then young boy, young boy oh, father. I don't know the actor's name, but um, um, B- Buster, friend. B- Buster Bluth was Buster uh, a Bluth? tax agent. <laughs> oh my god, this is such a weird movie. <laughs> This is a really okay. Okay, we gotta stop talking about the cast. Yeah, we've gotta Chris, ta- stop talking about this movie, Dale, and get on to talking about start... the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so all right. Okay, okay. Do you enjoy the existentialism of this film? I do. I do. Okay. I wish an, a narrator was narrating my life, Dale. To kill you? 
Because that's the whole... Well, you had to kill me, Dale. Then I would have an excuse to blow my brains out instead oh, of just no. randomly that's thinking sad. it sometimes. No, I'm just... No. That, was a, that was a horrible joke. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. You can... Bad, Chris. Future Dale, if you feel that's too dark and you want to edit it out, I totally now understand. Definitely, now you're definitely getting banned. Okay, now you um, Goodbye, Twitter. Yeah. At this is Novus. Go tweet angrily oh, at me man. while you still can. No, well, all this is getting k- 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 clipped. Okay. I'm sorry. So, sorry. Yeah, so this this movie presents you with this idea of like you're not in control of your own fate unless you meet the person writing that's, it. That's that's true, Dale. You're right. It does kind of touch mm-hmm. on uh Oh fuck, what's it called? Free yeah, agency. Free, yeah, free agency versus um uh determinism. Determinism, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's essentially what this this film film is about. Is that Emma Thompson film. plays uh, a a British? Well, I mean, I guess Emma Thompson is in fact British, but she she plays this author that is ri- writing this this book, this heart wrenching book about Harold Crick, and Harold Crick is played by Will Ferrell. Oddly enough, the straight man in this comedy. How do you feel about Will Ferrell not doing anything super weird in a movie? How do you feel about Will Ferrell playing an IRS agent, Dale? <laughs> That's good at math yeah. and constantly counts things. Yeah, yeah. I feel that he pulls it off perfectly. He does. He, he has the perfect face for it, too, honestly. He does. He, he has the perfect, like, demeanor. He does. Uh, I it's really interesting. I actually really in, enjoy his his this this acting. I mean, it's not like this movie isn't like anything great. We just like brought it off on this off topic to talk about existential conflict. Um, and I like this movie just like d- does that. Like they do just that. You you um, will come to find that existentialism gives Dale and I both a big gross boner. Yeah, like it's like kind of our main, it's like our main jam when we talk about things. It's our social currency, and, essentially. It, yeah, it's actually our cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah. uh, join the join the existential coin. It's an ERS twenty <laughs> confirmed token built off of the Ethereum network. Okay, now that we've lost all of our listening audience <laughs> to that one, um, uh, you know, like right this this uh, this film like play like the whole general theme of it is is like a. It plays with this idea that you are not in control of your life, right? Um, so much so that even like our 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 accessories are trying to lead us on. Like yeah. the watch is a personality, and I, I think they kind of dropped the ball on that one just a little bit. I think the watch could have done more in a weird way, being that it was like actually crucially important to the plot, but. Um, What's neat is is that the way this film is kind of like a set up is that these like really small details begin to play into the overall plot. Uh, for example, when uh, Will Ferrell, Harold Dick, Harold Crick, excuse me, Will Ferrell, oh, uh, we're gonna have to seeks... bleep that, Dale. <laughs> Will Ferrell seeks the uh, the help of not a psychologist but a literary professor <laughs> yeah. uh, for for his condition of hearing people narrate his life, and so the guy basically has on in the background these interviews playing, and oh, um, yeah. it, it doesn't actually matter what what's playing, but later on in the film, 
uh, you know, Will Ferrell learns, oh, hey, this person is interviewing the person that matches the voice that I've been hearing. And so he's able to kind of like do that. And the only reason why he was even able to find his author is that he was an IRS agent, that he was a really good IRS agent. And also the reason why he meets the love of his life is because he's a very thorough IRS agent. And it's cute. Two things I want to clear up. First of all, Dale, if he if he goes outside of his jurisdiction and illegally looks up someone's address to go to their house and be like, hey, you're narrating my life, that does not make him a good IRS agent. That makes him a very okay. bad IRS agent. Dale. Okay, okay. Skilled. He's all a right. skilled IRS <laughs> agent. Whether or not he fits into the continuum continuum that's not the right word paradigm of morally good and morally bad is up to listener slash viewer slash audience discretion anyways so second moving on thing i want to say i i loved dustin hoffman's character who is the literary expert i loved his character he's fantastic i hate the absolutely crucial plot hook of hold on did you say little did he know little did you say little did he know we've been sitting here for six hours trying to discover what author it was narrating your life and literally one sentence is what narrows it down that bugged me a lot dale i don't know why but i thought that part of the scene was really stupid no 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 it's they'd only been talking for a short while and the the reason why little did he know matters is because that means that he's not crazy that he's not just schizophrenic that somebody an outside entity that knows something more than him is saying little did he know okay. that this would be important that's why okay all right maybe I, that that's why it's important maybe i just got caught up over nothing yeah but. probably is it like okay this whole movie is like not awesome it's not great <laughs> it's, not it's great. just i guess just it's, it's not just great. the way he cl- very clunkily like it it felt so ham-fisted the way they delivered it yes i think it totally could be but yes it's it's a it's that it's it's like a it's a trope Right. It's a trope that's used literally all the time of like, you know, I, you know, Dale woke up this morning. Little did he know that it would be his last morning. Right. Right. If I was schizophrenic, my brain would not think that theoretically. Right. Or at least. Like, like obviously like none of this applies to the real world yeah because so i getting feel hung like up on this is that could be awkward. wrong but i feel like a schizophrenic could definitely have a narrator <laughs> in their head yeah being like i know information outside information that you don't know you know like you know and also this movie is like from 2006 so like we probably didn't have a great um idea of uh schizophrenia <laughs> Uh, but again, I think it's like getting like hung up on these things. Um, Have we achieved Chris, though, a would... much firmer grasp of schizophrenia in only twelve I... years, Tim? Maybe. I mean, I, I, mean, I guess you, I think you look health. back at the giant leaps yeah. in psychotherapy and stuff from like the '60s yeah. to the you know late '80s. 
pretty pretty or not much. Wait, sorry. You know, like <laughs> early seventies. God. Early seventies. Yeah, I got you. I got you. No, I, I got you. I got you. All right. 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 So, Chris, I just before we move on to the next subject, yes, I would like to pose a question, purely hypothetical. Okay. If you knew you were going to die soon, what would you do? How soon? Just like as, as soon as this movie is in, like you know, I don't. It's just narrating. I don't know when. Yeah, you you don't really know when. Let's not even say you get a narrator. And, and just you, you know, just, yeah. You I you just you know you will. Know. I have a certain. I mean, I don't feel. I don't want to be. I don't want to get. Okay, fine. Too... You have a narrator. You have okay, a narrator. I was just to make it a little say, Dale, I don't want to get too real with you here, but uh-huh. if I have a uh, deep, you know, like. Uh, very rightful feeling of impending doom. I think I'd go to the doctor and start taking medication. <laughs> but that's fair. That's fair. But but an outside yeah. entity that you can confirm <laughs> is in fact somebody narrating your okay. life, and you are just a character in this person's tragedy novel. What do you do? Do you go to space camp, or do you? I, well, I wouldn't go to space camp, Dale, because I don't think adults yeah. actually can go to space camp. I don't know. There was like here. All right, all right, all right. Now we're googling. We're googling. <laughs> could you, adult. Could you drop a link for Space Camp in, space the, in, camp. the, in the show notes for me, Dale? Yep. There, there is spacecamp.com, and yeah, Adult Space Academy. You can register. It's about five fifty a person. Five hundred and fifty dollars a person. Five hundred and fifty dollars. I'm okay. There you go. No. Nah, I'm good. Not a fan. All right. I'm good. All right. Well. Also, it looks like these are young adults, not necessarily. Well, they're probably like in their. 30s. Hey, I'm a young adult. Okay. Dale. I know. I, know. I still. Well, no, there's like some. I still read older people. Here. Young adult fiction, Dale. I'm a young adult. Okay, all right. No, I'm fucking it. I'm fucking fascinated. You can read it. I'm kidding, buddy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, Dale. I, I just, how's your just, reading yeah. going, by the way? Horror, horribly, <laughs> horribly, horribly, horribly. I'll openly admit it. So, stranger than fiction, Chris. You enjoy the existentialism it poses. Yeah. Did you did you did you like text your girlfriend right afterwards and be like, "Yo, you're you're pretty cool," <laughs> just in case you might accidentally die on a bus ride. Um. No, no offense to her, but like I've, I've kind of had a <laughs> no offense, no offense to her, but she's not pretty cool. Well, she's no, super cool. No offense to her, but no, I didn't. But I think the main reason uh, why is because I've kind of like had a running train of this basic premise in my head uh, for the last year or so now of just like, you know, you could die at any second. No one fucking knows, you know, like uh-huh, we're uh-huh. all just electrons bumping into each other. You could go at any fucking yeah, second. Man. That's, and that's why you got to make a podcast. Exactly. So that's why you got to make a podcast and complain about things, Dale. That's which is yeah, what like... we bring to you. <laughs> Listeners. Listeners. Hope you enjoy. I feel this. like I need to be like placing my elbow on the bar as I do, as I say this, you know, like. Uh huh. Chris, we should move into the same city together and only do this podcast at a bar. Oh my god, that would be terrible, Dale. Because you know, and would, awesome. It'd be awesome, but you know, we would get a terrible guest every time. Well, we would bring guests. <laughs> we would talk to no, other. No, we people wouldn't at the bring bar. guests, Dale. But people would butt <laughs> in. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, all right, Chris. So speaking about impending death. Okay. What if you 
could have something lodged into your spine <laughs> that would save your consciousness, uh, would you would you trust it and would you live forever? Uh, would I trust it? Fuck no. Okay. What if it's made by cool alien metal? Yes. <laughs> oh, you definitely trust. Good, good, good. Because that's the that's the general plot device of uh, the new Netflix show. Yep. Altered Carbon. Welcome to Somewhat Bingeable, everybody. This is where we talk about Netflix and how they're the last bastion of good television, for the most part. Yeah, um, how come you got to introduce all the segments? How come I can't introduce because I'm Because I'm the host, and I'm moving this train. Oh, am I just the co-host, Dale? Yeah, but you, <coughs> you get to host. All right, fine. Chris, you get to intro Altered Carbon. Go. Oh, my God. First of all, how many episodes have you watched? I, I, I want to get a um, – we probably should have discussed this before oh, recording. Yeah, good, good before point. Before we get there, I want to make – I want to just get to the point of one of us. Uh, and, and then, again, like, listeners at home, guess what? This is <gasps> – Chris, we have to end this podcast right now. I'm sorry. We have to edit it right now? Live. No, no, we're, we're done. No, we're done. Yep. As it turns out that uh, a Netflix Netflix just released a Full Metal Alchemist live action oh, film. Oh, oh yeah, my coworker told me about that. Yeah, I'm pretty hype. I'll probably watch that today. <laughs> okay, back on track. <laughs> welcome back to uh, I got, Go here. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome back to Somewhat Go here. Uh, all right, so I got to episode eight. Um, which actually is like wow, really far. There's only a couple episodes left. I so got to I'll episode probably that five. Okay. About, ha- right, about so halfway we're back through. Yep. 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 Back to I'm exactly okay, so halfway you, through. Okay. So you. Okay. So you have not quite gotten to some thick, juicy plot developments yet. In fact, you're kind of just on the premise still. Um, are you on five or are you about to watch I'm five? I'm on. I'm 38 of 53 minutes on five. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. So let's start, Chris. Tell us about Altered Carbon uh, while I watch Full Metal Alchemist. This, this <laughs> premise like immediately hooked me. Um, it mm-hmm. is a really, really cool sci-fi conceit. I will be honest. The thing, okay. the thing that kind of really got me, for one, is when he, when he wakes up and he's like, not all of that surprised i mean a little but not all that surprised that it's been 250 years <laughs> okay i do have a big problem with you have that. a problem with that <laughs> i have a huge problem because of like the fact that it's 250 years in the future and he's pretty okay with it yeah like it, evidently, not much has changed technologically. Right? I li- well, I like, like there's that. Been... Honestly, sure. Okay, I like I I like that almost kind of Warhammer 40k feel of yeah. We kind of like conquered all the galaxy. We don't want to go back out there. We're just gonna stay here and like plug into our fucking video drums and like pretend we're dead to the world. You know, like yeah, I kind of love the excess cyberpunk sci-fi uh that this brings to the table and it's it's pretty classic obviously like a lot of cyberpunk tends to go that route of you know no one gives a fuck about the future anymore because we're in the future and everyone's just trying to get high or get fucked or 
Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Or you know, Live get forever. power or whatever. You know, and it's it's that's a fun that's a really fun setting if you do it right. And I think they did it pretty right. I will say this much: obviously, this definitely has problems. I think yeah. it has the sci-fi problem of trying to introduce too much. Okay. Okay. In a way. Um, I can feel that. I can feel that. I think I, I will generally, especially if it's a sci-fi thing, I, I will, I will generally like just kind of full on accept mm. it. Right. I, I, I really won't question it. Um, unless it kind of provides a major plot hole. Mm. So, what what do you not like? What do you think was too much? I don't think it's necessarily too much. I think they just could have done it better or differently. Okay. But the the mm. like the kind of eye implant thing didn't okay didn't feel very sure. interesting to me. Like I was and it, and frankly, it's not that no, interesting. No, like yeah. like like they they somewhat not very much, but they somewhat kind of hyped it up where it's like, oh yeah, you know, everyone's into you know, neural streaming these days or whatever. And he's like, you know, I like looking yeah. at things with my eyes. And then when he finally turns it on, it's just like, oh. It's just like an overlay. Yeah, it's just like a, that, that's, it's, it's got, it is what that's it says it. on the tin. So like, it's, it's, it's face, it's FaceTime on your retina. Yeah, it's like. And you got, you get some like general information. It's not like used to his advantage in any way. Mm. Um, I don't know if have you. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah. the classic GIF on the internet. Also, Dale, where <laughs> like the person's on the bus and they put on like something in their eye, and there's just like ads everywhere. Yeah, really cool. And that is uh, that one is that, like that is perfectly well done. You know why? Yeah, because it's the way ads would be, where they're like mm-hmm. completely invading mm-hmm. your peripherals. But no fucking ad is going to be directly smashed into your face because they know you're not going to buy it if it's, it's directly smashed into your face. Yes. But if it's perf- per- perfect. But if yep. it's on the edge of your peripheral, your mind is literally being reminded of the product constantly, right? Yeah, also you're you're also going to like constantly like be looking exactly. at it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yes. The way they yes. tried to say, do like yes. future advertising where it's like you can't see or any do anything unless you have this special uh-huh. blocker is dumb and makes no sense at all. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if there's I I wonder if I don't I'm not sure cuz you're you're right. Yeah, it's like why does he need that blocker? Later on it means something I'm not sure if yeah. there yet. Yeah, that yeah. Um, Spoilers yes. also, okay. by the way, obviously. Spoilers, right. Also, spoilers from here on <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, so if you want to watch Altered Carbon, stop listening. Uh, do say subscribe, though. But, also, uh, do also to listening. give you guys a heads up, uh, we're not going to be talking about all of Altered Carbon this week. Obviously, I haven't finished it, and Dale obviously. hasn't either. Yep. So we're going to kind of yep. uh, finish up talking about Altered Carbon next week. So if you, want, if you haven't yeah. seen Altered Carbon, go watch it, and you can... Relisten now and listen to the next week as well. Precisely. Okay, so this here here is what I was expecting Uh from this altered carbon. I expected a really cool cyberpunk Sherlock Holmes, Uh and I was really looking forward to that. When you get to the point that I'm at, that is no longer a thing. I I I guess. I guess I will not be as 
disappointed in that then because I'm not really yeah. expecting and, and I think that's I think that's a really niche thing that kind of happened for mm. me it was just like the setup of like him going to the Raven Motel mm. and then Poe like wants to be his buddy and his sidekick and then meanwhile he's got a friend in the the actual police force like this is like a very like a very classic Sherlock Holmes setup we have this we have this private investigator type guy that is, uh, you know, that is hired by a very rich person to solve an impossibly, an impossible to solve mystery. And it, um, I mean, it does ring especially true when you also factor in the fact that this guy's like, his power is being unusually perceptive and like exactly right. He's hyper aware. Yeah. We see it in the very beginning. He's able to like perceive where the other people are on the other side of the wall. By the way, never happens again. As far as I've, seen. I love. Sorry, also the f- never the fact that never it happens never happens again. again is so perfect because the line yeah. immediately before him seeing through walls is her literally saying, "What? So you can see through walls now." Yeah, yeah. It was it was cheesy and I'm okay with a little cheese, but like that really doesn't happen again like ever. Like he no longer the That's the only time perfect. it happens is in the same it, it just it it only happens again during the the Raven Motel scene where he like understands like where all the guns are going to come out from, right? But even then we don't get like a cool goldy effect of like what is going on it, it really sucks because i thought it was gonna be super cool I'll, but we never get that perception again never I'll be honest with you i i i, I like that uh initial raven motel scene a lot but they did kind of mm. lean real hard into the like you know if you push the button I can help you. Oh, like I was, I was. Uh, oh, honestly, I thought it was. I thought it was perfect because I wasn't expecting that. I honestly was not expecting that. I I thought it was. I thought it was perfect, but you know, everybody will view it differently. Um, but yes, I did like how he's like. It 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 made him more relatable as as a caring, empathetic, living thing. But then it also showed that he is confined by his programming. By the way, Raven Motel. Well, okay, never mind. They're not. They're. We're gonna just assume they've watched it, right? I um. Also, I like the fact that the AI unionized. Oh, I know. Yeah, where they're sitting around the table. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're uh. They they play a little bit more into that in the future. I wasn't sure if you got through that yet. I I worried, but yes. The, so there's there's like a union of AIs, which is really cool. They all they all fucking hate humans except for our lovable yeah, Poe, like who thinks who's... humans are pretty. And cool. I wouldn't even say he necessarily likes humans. I feel like he's just mostly like fascinated by them. Yes, he also like thinks like, uh, um, yeah, yeah. He's just fast. He just thinks they're neat. Um, so I really like that. Uh, I like. Um, okay, so you have a problem with the flashbacks. I don't necessarily have a problem. They just feel a little clunky, honestly. They they super are, and there's an episode you're about to hit that is a flashback. Oh. It's just one solid flashback episode, and this is what I don't like about it. Again, it's and this is not an attention span thing. It's like this weird redundancy thing. Is that um all it, 
it's they, just like one long episode of everything it's been showing you in the flashback. Yeah, they fill in some gaps, but like it, it, it that's all it is. Like we literally get like the actual flashbacks. Wow. They didn't even like bother to reshoot them from a different angle to you know like explore more information. This is what I've this is what I've been having this issue with is um the setup is is that this is a mystery series this is going to be a mystery with cyberpunk influences and we're going to help you explore this cool cyberpunk world through the mystery they and 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 here is this guy this guy who is super perceptive he his power is intuition uh because he was trained by the most elite vanguard of society these like super evil corrupt police dudes and the most amazing renegade leader of all time and we have this just this amazing person and he he is going to be able to solve the mystery that the authorities can't I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's really disappointing if you care about the mystery part at all. You know what it almost, you know what the envoys almost feel like to me, Dale? Sure. Yes. Oh, yeah, entirely. They are Jedi. They're Jedi, but like not like mysticism. They're not mystical. They're, you know, um, it'll, you haven't gotten to, oh man, I'm actually really disappointed you haven't gotten to the, uh, the virtual reality interrogation yet oh no i did get to that okay okay that okay yeah yeah, episode, yeah 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 I'm not mistaken. yes probably so when we when you get all of the flashbacks of the uh virtual reality interrogation it like makes sense like why they have trained so much on their mentality is because they live in a world chris mm-hmm. where if you have any kind of secrets people will get them out of you because they can plug you into a machine and kill you an infinite number of times that's horrifying oh that scares me so much dude yeah yeah like how do you uh that that's the thing that scares me about the future in general dale is like i'm excited Mm. for the future because of all of the like excess that it could potentially bring and all of the new fun things that come along with the future but all the fun things that come along with the future also bring fucking terrifying things. Oh, yeah. Okay, Chris, it, it happens in the first few minutes of the first episode, right? So apparently if you die when you're young in an accident, you get a free... Oh, oh right, we God, also should... Yeah. yeah, right, the little girl that gets put into that old woman's yeah. body? That horrifies me! Dude, yeah. Chris, what if you woke up one day in an old man body? Yeah. And you definitely know a few weeks ago you were not an old man. This isn't some like weird dream you had. Is that you definitely died. You definitely experienced like actual purgatory by being stuck in darkness. Yeah. And then you wake up in somebody that's going to like die of natural causes next week and nobody gives a fuck. Yep. And the fucking line they give her too where it's like should have should have paid for for a better sleeve then. Yeah, exactly right. Like they don't fucking care. Like, yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> the government gives you a free one. You should be happy with that one. It's fucking yeah, seventy you know. years old. Yeah, man, that's crazy. It's just so crazy, and it was cool too. I loved like again. I was really excited because it was really subtle, yeah. right? We saw her just kind of in the background, like 
fucking looking at her. She's like, what the fuck is this? Pulling at her skin. Like, I didn't understand why that was. Yeah. But she was pulling at it because it was saggy. Like, oh, what good details. That, I'm really excited. That's why I'm thinking, like, oh, man, this, this show is going to be really detail-oriented. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this cool mystery that's going to happen. Never happens. I honestly, I wish I wish you were um, a, as far as I was because I want to talk about it because I am really disappointed well, in, in the way that it's Honestly, solved. that is one of the – you did bring up one of my favorite things about this show and how well it – kind of world builds in the background you know yeah right it it really does that really well that's why i was really i thought this series was going to be so good but all it once you get to the end of the season um i'm more than positive all that it's doing is setting up for season two Mm. and that's just so disappointing like it's so disappointing that that's the world we live in netflix was supposed to be as i was saying earlier the bastion of good television There was no reason why Altered Carbon needed to be anything longer than one season. But whatever. You know what? I'm wrong. I'm going to be wrong. Everybody's going to love this show. And at the end, they're going to be like, oh, I can't wait for season two. Oh, man. This is going to be great. They're definitely not going to fundamentally reiterate season one. Dale, is it? Like Stranger Things. Is it, is, it, is it wrong? I still haven't finished watching Stranger Things. Is it wrong? I, yeah. That. What's up? I am okay with them kind of leading into season two because I just want to experience more of the sci-fi world. I guess, you know what? And that's why I'm going to watch season two (laughs) when it comes out because I just want more of this cool sci-fi world. Hopefully they have more to give because, dude, there is not a lot more exploration coming in. Mm. There's like a bunch of callbacks that are going to happen and you're going to get like Like, you're going to get all of the backstory crammed into one episode, which, again, makes those flashbacks feel super unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. I I, As soon as you said there's a whole flashback episode, I was like, oh, God, if they just do it, like, the scenes you've been seeing in the flashbacks, that'd be terrible. And then you're like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly Uh, what happens. Like, there's... There is a lot more, but you're going to watch it and you're going to be just like abruptly like, oh, this is like this is just that scene. So, like, I don't know if they uh, intended for maybe right. Maybe like the clunkiness is like a product of them like, oh, we should we should take these scenes from the flashback episode and put them into the you know, these episodes so people, like, will be able to connect them to the major flashback episode. Because, you know, it would be so much cooler if they just had that flashback episode and then they flashed forwarded to the actual plot points of the film. So you'd be able to kind of connect them and you'd be able to see his training and, like, why he's this, like, super, super ultra mega warrior. I agree. I think that um, would have been a better maybe. way to go. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe when you watch it, you don't, you know, you you know, I'm not even saying it was bad. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying that it felt like a wasted episode. <laughs> it felt like I'm like, oh, man, I'd rather be an episode farther ahead by now. Um, yeah. But uh, I, but like overall, the series is really good. It's so and cool and it's so interesting, but it is just nosediving a little bit as we draw the, to the end. I, I know this is a weird thing. To put on here, Dale, but I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it honestly it it bears saying, specifically because it's a sci-fi show. Mm-hmm. Altered Carbon is very watchable. 
Like it is so good. Oh, it's so good. You do not, you know, you do not need to be in the mood for like a heady sci-fi to get into no, altered not carbon. even remotely. Um, very, very surface level on its headiness, yeah. which is a good I, thing. Like that is a good I, thing. I will. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, as as uh, I I I don't think it's quite like it's it's really good, really solid. I'll be interested to see where season two takes us if we get a season two, which more than likely I think mm-hmm. we will. I think it's getting. It, I, I'm not sure how it's going to end yet. So like, if our main character dies, we'll know by <laughs> by the next episode what what goes on. I think on. it's not not um, quite at like cult classic level like Westworld, but no, I, I highly doubt that. I don't think anything on Netflix counts as a cult oh, classic. No. You, you personally, you, you got like making a murderer. Fair. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like, um, uh, 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 man, I'm just not sure. Right. Because like, so like season one of stranger things was like, that's perfect. True. But then they had season two. It was like, a, and it was now a, it's, and then they now it's season just two, a Halloween like, regular. Like, like <laughs> Yeah, now it's just like good, and then they're like they're saying like, oh yeah, we're gonna not focus on Mike, not Mike, yeah Mike, next uh, next season, and I'm like, dude, I I have lost interest already because I'm I'm not sure they they should have ended season one the way they ended season two, which was like a nice happy ending, um, and it would have honestly been perfect, it would have been great. But whatever, um, whatever. I'm just like a angry hipster that just like <sighs> likes to criticize stuff. I'm like, why don't you just like stuff, Dale? Jeez, why do you, why don't you just like anything? <laughs> that is when Dale, you take them aside and you say, "Listen, I like anime, 3D, PD," and then you walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I do like anime, Chris. I like anim- I like anime a lot. Dale, um, you, if, if if they ask you if they're like Dale, why can't you like anything? You just go. You you show them you open you open up your your MacBook that you already had on you, and you just start playing <laughs> like Ava or I don't know. Ba, I don't know what you. Ba, oh no, ba, Dale! Ba, ba, I know what you would play. Ba, ba, you just start ba, ba, playing play Fully Cooly, and you're just like, this yeah, is what obviously. I like. Because yeah, this I'm is like, perfect. this is what I like. This is what I love. <laughs> This is what I love, Chris. Okay, something that has a perfect one season, a great, just fantastic six episodes of purity. Until they bring it back for season two. Yeah, <laughs> 20, 20 years later, not actually. Yeah, actually, like, like almost actually, like 20 years. Much. I think it's more like 15. It's like 10, 10 to 15, 10 to 15 years later where where I personally can be like, this is season one, the perfect thing that was over there. And now this is season two and three. It literally only exists for me to enjoy the characters again. Sounds, that's all. That sounds so, Dale, that sounds like you're you're so making an exception here. Um, you know what dude honestly well okay it's not that i didn't i didn't think season two of stranger things was bad it just didn't feel additive okay that's my issue it was just it was just another evil thing but we got 11 back and we got to have a happy ending that we were begging for in season one hansen 2018 i love when things end on one perfect season 
Dale Hansen 2018. Season, se- season? Listen, Chris, there'll be two, Chris, season Chris, two and three Chris, over season. here in a separate thing. <laughs> season one of Stranger Things wasn't perfect because it I'm had a bittersweet ending. I'm talking about your ending. comments on Fooly Cooly. Yeah, but Fully Cooly, Chris, Fully Cooly is an X-tier show, okay? We cannot discuss Fully Cooly on a, on a, no- comparing it to every, all the other on trash. On a normie scale, Dale? Is that what you were going to say? <laughs> no, but I will now. We cannot, Fully Cooly is the, is the, is the, is the, uh, it's unfair to compare anything to Fully Cooly, Chris. <laughs> Um, <sighs> but no, like what? It's just okay. Why can't you like things? You, you, Dale, you, I believe was the. I I know, right? Uh, why can't you like them now? Why you now? That's that's all I hear. That's all I hear twenty four seven. So I don't hang out with my friends anymore. Um, I'm your friend. So you I are don't my friend. Like things you're also as well, Dale. That's why we get along. Um, <laughs> because I can see the but, fault in things. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, right? Like, everybody's going to be like, oh, street season two, Stranger Things. It was awesome. I'm like, mm, it wasn't awesome. It was like, it was like 10, I don't even know how many episodes. How do you know offhand by do chance? Do I know the person who still has not <laughs> finished season two? Um, I think it was 15, Dale. I think I want to say it was exactly 15 episodes. Uh- <laughs> Okay, okay. Dale, okay, is that okay, why okay, you're friends okay. with me, by the way? Because in a group Probably. of people, in a group of, in a, if you take all of your friends and put them in a room, and someone goes to the front of the room and asks everyone and you in the room, what do you think of Stranger Things Season 2? <laughs> 89, 90% of people would be like, I loved it. And then you would be like, I had problems yeah, with okay. it. And I would be like, I haven't finished I haven't finished season two. And like we're the yeah, only yeah, ones yeah, that yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. love it in that entire room. Is Pretty that much. why that's, we're friends? That's, it's, you and, it's you and me versus <laughs> the world, Chris. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. We're talking about Stranger Things now. Altered Carbon is really good. Actually, everybody go and watch it. I am just upset that they are going full cyberpunk and they're no longer really mystery cyberpunk towards the end of the series. It's really good, though, and I'm going to watch season two just so I can explore the world again, and then we will redo all of this criticism later. But now I have to harp on Stranger Things because, again, it got brought up. (laughs) Oh, God. And again, I like Stranger Stranger Things season two, your last Jedi, Dale. No, not even remotely, because I really like Stranger Things season two, except for one particular episode, and it's chapter seven. It's episode seven. I think everybody kind of like doesn't really like that episode because it's a really weird just slam on the brake stop of all of the action to get Eleven back in town. How do you know, Dale? <laughs> is really how it works. Earlier mm-hmm. in the episode, I wanted to bring up The Last Jedi as a reference, and I stopped myself, all right? I'm happy, I Chris, but you brought up Stranger Things. Myself, if, Dale. if I brought up, if I brought up, Maybe I brought up Stranger Things. You did Wait, bring up Stranger Things. I did. Okay. All right. Fine. We're done. We're done. All I'm saying is, is that there's no reason for Stranger Things 
to have any more episodes than it needed and they they're about to overstep their boundaries with season three i can just feel it because we're gonna get into like the the like background stuff right like i don't think we're what it right? like what season if, one is like what really, if they just uh, do the hardest pivot you've ever seen dale and season three is just like mm-hmm. based around a slasher that gets <laughs> let loose that'd be, hor- that'd be horrifying <laughs> That is that it would be Dude, horrifying. That would be but awesome also, though. Yeah, like do you but do you want like the kids to just become the mystery solving? No, kids? I want them to be I mean, like, running are in that, fear that. for their life the in entire fear. season now. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. Season three is coming out and it's more than it's gonna have he, nine episodes. He oh, just joy. come he the, this killer just comes into town and I feel so bad that I've already forgotten his name, but he just kills the sheriff. <laughs> he just like 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 the sheriff is like standing in a threshold like looking at all the kids and he's like don't worry no one's here and an axe just fucking pierces through his head that would be a pivot dale that would be a pivot no one was expecting that'd be pretty that'd be pretty that'd be that'd be horrifying <laughs> i dig it though i'd, I'd dig it i was gonna say, I'd be sad, honestly you'd be super on board though i would be because I would be all pretty of your friends that would hate it dale. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would dale you, you only, would walk you only into that like room. things that everybody hates you would walk into that room full of your friends dale like the cock of the walk you'd strut in and you'd be like see that's a good season <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah I agree. I agree right and it's not like okay also like again like everybody take everything i'm saying with a grain of salt because you're talking to a guy that is super excited for the next season of the, of the puss in boots <laughs> netflix series <laughs> can we just end it there dale 